Welcome to Living Life. Today is another day filled with opportunities. As you live today, you have choices to make. One option is to live for God, live according to His teachings, pursue godliness, and be drawn closer to Father God. And the other option is to live for something other than God, live according to our emotions, pursue my own wills and dreams, and the result of that brings distance between God and us. I pray that you are choosing the option to live for God and with God. And when you do, you will experience the divine presence of God that, that enriches you and that fulfills your life. One of the most popular topics when it comes to books and seminars and discussions and conversations and even conferences and workshops is on this topic of leadership. People want to learn what exactly leadership is and, and how to lead others well. There are many different ways to define leadership and what a good leader is supposed to do and supposed to be. And it seems that the way the world defines leadership and the way Jesus defines it is a bit different. Let's read today's passage and see how Jesus explains what true leadership is. Luke chapter 22, verses 24 through 38. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you a kingdom, just as my father conferred one on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, 
before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Then Jesus asked them, When I sent you without purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, But now, if you have a purse, take it, and also a bag. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. It is written, And he was numbered with the transgressors. And I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The disciples said, See, Lord, here are two swords. That's enough, he replied. Just last week, I was asked by one of my church members what I think good leadership is. You know, I really took my time to reflect on this topic and, and gave her my earnest thoughts and responses. As a matter of fact, I get asked this question quite often by many different people in all different ages, in all different fields. It's not just at church, but also outside the church. This topic of leadership is something that many people in various positions and titles deliberately reflect upon. And as you know, there are books, there are seminars and conferences, there are workshops and different types of coaching programs, all in the name of making you a better leader. Why do so many people want to become a leader. I seriously think it's, it's because it sounds really nice, especially when there is only two options available, one being a leader and the other a follower. I guess it sounds nice to be a leader than a follower because it sounds like you are in control. It sounds like you get to do what you want to do when you want to do it. It sounds like maybe you get to work less and, and give that work to others and tell others to do more. It sounds like you are given more privilege and advantages over others. And yes, it sounds really nice. People compete against one another to become a leader over others. And that's exactly what was happening at the Last Supper. There was a dispute, Bible says, among the disciples as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. This is when Jesus was sharing the bread and the cup, saying that this is my body, this is my blood, do this in remembrance of me and my cross. And just think about it. There is so much seriousness in the room. And Jesus is going to be crucified soon. And yet, the disciples were arguing against one another as to who should be the leader among them. Jesus teaches them in verse 26. It says, the greatest among you should be like the youngest 
and the one who rules like the one who serves. You see, Jesus' definition of a leader is radically different than that of the world's. When the world teaches us that you need to have more education, more money, better physique, and better skills, more of things and better of things, Jesus teaches us that the one who leads is simply those who serves. In order to lead others, you need to serve. So it's not that you became a leader when you have the, the power and authority to order people around, but you become a great leader when you begin to humble yourself and serve others. And that's exactly what Jesus Christ did. Son of God, who has the power and the authority to rule over us all, He became one of us in such humility. And He served us with amazing grace and unconditional love. And that's what makes Him our leader and our Lord. And Jesus is asking us to do the same. For us to exemplify Jesus Christ, we need to lead others by serving them. We need to be like Jesus with humility and gentleness, modesty and grace. We need to serve others just as we were served by our Lord and our Messiah. So I encourage you to practice this leadership. Find those opportunities to serve those around you in whatever ways you can with those gifts that God has granted upon your life. Have the heart not to be served, but to serve. Not to be fed, but to feed. Not to get obsessed with pride, but pursue humility. Gracious Father God, thank you that you came to us and you became one of us because you wanted to serve us. You served us with amazing love and grace. You served us with perfect humility. And that's what makes you a leader. That's what makes you the Messiah of all of us. And God, thank you for teaching us that in order for us to lead others, we need to go, we need to reach out and we need to serve in the same humility that you have shown us. So God, would you lead us to those opportunities? Would you lead us to those people that need us to serve? Would you lead us to those people that, that need us to feed? Would you lead us to those situations and circumstances for us to humble ourselves and reach out with the love and grace and mercy that you pour out upon all of us.
make us those leaders today. And through that, may your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.